What's going on, Stoolies, and welcome to episode 6 of the Barstool Sports History Lesson Podcast. I am your host, Shane Mudgett, and today we're going to break down the career of former Barstool personality, Young Pageviews, aka YP. In this episode, we'll start from his beginning, how he got the Barstool, his role in making stool scenes what it is today, how he started Barstool Outdoors, and his eventual disappearance and feud that with Dave Portnoy that ended his time with Barstool Sports. And as usual, I have a whole mess of audio to play for us. I have old Dave Portnoy shows. I have old rundowns. I have it all. So let's let's get to the beginning of the career of YP. And he was first noticed by Barstool from a rap song he created called Young Page Views, where he used a lot of lingo from the Barstool universe. He recreated the old moments, famous moments of Dave. So YP in the music video was doing a fake One Bite review, which was relatively newer at that time. There was uh, He recreated the interview of Dave doing Inside Edition that went viral back in the day. So it was very creative stuff. Here's a little bit of snippet of that song. And you can find it on YouTube. Search YP or Young Page Views music video. How would a Young Page Views have gone about getting past like friends and family, you know, trying to get out to the main audience, kind of zero to hundred thousand, you know? Yeah. The best you can hope for is you catch the eye of somebody established. In this case, it was us. We're like, oh, this guy's brilliant. This guy's funny. Let's hire him, and then you build your own thing. Yeah. Bye. It's pretty baby. I'm really young. Page views. Page views. I see churning like, hey, dude. Hey, dude. Shit, Clancy, I made you. Made you. Clay Travis, I hate you. Hate you. I'm really young. Page views. Wake up, make this content till it's morning night. Just might take your lunch and eat it in one bite. Cameras, 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 cameras. Give me all the footage. I might go Facebook Live. sample of that for you and admittedly as a stoolie i think it's i mean it's obviously not the great greatest rapping in the world but i think the lyrics are good creative the music video is funny he uses like i said the old moments really work and that was really what got him on dave's map and then you fast forward a little bit yp got invited to the office and he shows up in pure camo with a chinchilla named boris his Pet chinchilla, I might add. And if you're interested in seeing that at all, you can go back to the OG first few episodes or stool scenes 
in the opening credits, you can see former Barstool employee and porn star Asa Kira playing with Boris the Chinchilla. So after those two moments for YP, he gets hired. He moves from St. Louis, Missouri down to New York and I, to blog about outdoor stuff and to also, and probably most importantly, to, at least to me as a stoolie and someone who's not an outdoors guy, he was to bring Portnoy's vision of making Barstool a 24-7 reality show to life. YP was going to be the man behind the camera, the man that was going to make stool scenes, produce it, edit it, everything. It was YP's baby. Maybe not baby because it was Portnoy's brainchild, but it was YP's muse to paint, if you will. I encourage anybody to go back and just watch through the old Stool Scenes playlist. There are honestly some some of the best content, some of the all-time moments in Barstool history. That And honestly, a lot of source material for me doing this podcast. So if you're just a rainy day, just sit back and, and enjoy the hilarious times and memories and maybe learn new things if you're new to Barstool. And Stool Scenes is so much different than it was then. Now, a lot of stool scenes is honestly on the Viva La Stool Twitter account posted there. And the new stool scenes is behind the scenes footage of plane rides, trips, shows, which I still watch and I enjoy them. But the old stool scenes where YP was in the mix, in the scuffle with just a camera and just him. It was, it was what made Barstool Barstool, and it really was the beginning of the 24-7 reality that we know now. Let's talk about the 2019 Stanley Cup playoff run. I mentioned this before, YP is from St. Louis, Missouri. He was a big hockey guy. He was a big St. Louis Blues fan. And, and spoiler alert, the St. Louis Blues beat the Boston Bruins in the 2019 Stanley Cup Championship, and during that run, YP and Boris the Chinchilla, after every win, would post a video on Twitter or Instagram on social of the two of them dancing to the 80s single hit, Gloria by Laura Branigan. And this caught a lot of traction in the barstool world originally, pushed a lot of merch barstool did. Then eventually it really caught on to the point that the St. Louis Blues invited Boris and YP to the playoff, a playoff game to be honored. And then once the St. Louis Blues won, YP and Boris were at the victory parade and YP held Boris up like Simba at Pride Rock. Unbelievable video, unbelievable moment in YP's career, all-time life moment, and undoubtedly just a very cool thing. So now that we've kind of gone through the good parts of YP's career, let's start to focus on, I guess, the, the downfall, if you will. 
And in July of 2019, YP releases his first teaser trailer of Barstool Outdoor Season 1, something he had been talking about forever. And admittedly, it looked awesome. And you can find that trailer on on YouTube if you search Barstool Outdoor Season 1 trailer. And again, I've said this in this podcast, I'm not an outdoors guy at all. It, it had me captivated. It was. It looked awesome. It looked something very different than we've ever seen from Barstool. It was intense. He was wrestling sharks. He was deep sea fishing. He was getting bit by snakes. It was. It was quite the scene. It was quite the season. He released a lot. I think about six or eight episodes. It was very well done. Very well put together. And I think it helped the. Push the merch line that they created out of it, all the camo hats, hunting gear, etc. And it was something I think YP was very proud of. He took a lot of pride in it. It was his, his pretty much his dream that he had been talking about since the day he got hired come to fruition. And once you kind of do something at that magnitude, that good, I think in Dave's eyes, and definitely in the Stoolies' eyes, they expect that to continue. And unfortunately, it just that didn't happen for YP. And we'll we're gonna get into that now. And this is where we get into a lot of lot of audio, a lot of old Dave Portnoy shows, a lot of and a lot of classic Dave where he just abs. And my I think my favorite Dave where he just absolutely rips YP a new asshole and. For just months, honestly, and months and months. And we'll get into it and we'll start now. So let's fast forward a year to Cyber Monday of 2020. They, It's a big day for Barstool. It's a day they push a lot of merch. They do a big telethon. They push it literally all weekend if you were paying attention at all on any social platform this year. They were doing it. It was nauseating, but I get it. So that year it was you gotta think it was the COVID year and Dave and I had we're gonna play the uh, Dave Portnoy show episode 11 this is following the Cyber Monday where he starts he gets a list of people that didn't do any tweets any promotion of Cyber Monday and he rips into all of them this is him ripping into YP and it's really the first glimpse we get of Dave starting to hate YP and it should be noted, I haven't not- noted this yet, that YP was a member of Team Portnoy back in the day, which did not go off too off the rails here. When KFC, Big Cat, and Dave, when they're at their feud at HQ2, Dave was giving employees he liked the title of Team Portnoy with Merce that said Team Portnoy, and they were co- they had to commit to going to battle with only Dave in office drama. Anyways, so that that goes how far off YP fell off of Dave's pedestal ladder, if you will, from being a Team Portnoy guy to what you're about to hear for probably the next hour or so, just him absolutely eviscerating YP. So let's start into it, episode 11 of the Dave Portnoy Show. Here's Dave talking about YP not doing any promotion. A couple that stuck out. And I had already thrown a feeler out on YP, to be honest, before. 
because I got a list of all the products that were being sold. There's almost nothing new from Barstool Outdoors. And so I'm like, how does Barstool, because I think it's a cool logo, it sells. So my antenna was up a little bit, but then I get the list. Nothing basically from YP, no promo, nothing. Like YP who hasn't been in the office for fucking a year, God knows what he's doing. He always has something up his sleeve what he's doing. I know he got engaged. He's on a honeymoon probably for fucking on our dime for a year. He's filmed, what, 10 episodes or something? I filmed 10 episodes a day of different shit. And you don't have the wherewithal to, to help promote. Again, it's not it's, – it's everybody. This, I made it crystal clear. It was very important for us and to keep everybody employed and have it like – gives us a little breathing room. It's from Erica to me, and, and it's just to not do it. How is it that the people are promoting it the most Like, are the people who really would be impacted the least? Like Dan, me, like KFCs all over it. That, to me, it's insanity. So it really did drive me fucking bananas. And YP obviously texted me, like, oh, this fucking made-up thing fuck you i wrote back in that text like fuck you and large jumped on it after but it just to me shows chips down these people don't give a fuck they 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 live in a fantasy land and maybe they don't care that much about their job honestly that's what it felt like and i put out the thing we're looking for a new head of um barstool outdoors i'm serious about that like yp didn't build why the the socials of barstool outdoors we did we put people on yp does dick like he really does not do much so I could, and, and we have so many applicants for that, more qualified than he is, more established than he is. It's just like, what world? And, and I'm being very honest and transparent, but it's infuriating. I like YP, like, as a human, but if you're not going to show an ounce of respect for your job, and in a way, me, then get the fuck out of here. That's how I felt about it. First sales guy, 700 people reached out about the Barstool Outdoors position. Yeah, and, like, oh, some like blue checkmark people with hundreds of thousands of followers who have like established credibility in the area. Just to totally ignore the most obvious merch day. I, I do not get it on any level. I, it's not even about Eddie selling merch, meaning like, I don't care if you try, if you try with me, I generally accept that. Like, a try guy works. Like if you fucking do your best and, and come up with ideas or, or show effort or initiative and it doesn't work, you'll never be on the wrong side of the law with me. You really won't. But to just do nothing and to do nothing combined with the fact you already, I've already reached out a couple times. You're like, what are you doing right now, YP? No communication, no nothing. He is somebody, and, and again, I'm harping on him, but there's multiple people I felt that way with. But he is somebody who I feel like has gotten so comfortable and, and just really infuriated. I kicked him out of Team Portal. He's no longer in it. Legit done. Done. Did he respond after you said fuck you to him? Nope. He started promoting on, like, social media. But honestly, at that point, it was too late. You better. Like, what do you do? You, you got yelled at in fucking school. It, it, it is much more of a mindset, like that I will never be under, able to understand, to, to miss that Black Friday. If you weren't up at midnight when your shit went on sale or talking, I think there were two blogs, me and Clem, on it. Like, how am I do what? People just want to, like, ride my back. Like, Alex Cooper fucking murdered it. 
the people who should be like, who should be worried the most, who do the least. It's insane. Where do you and YP go from here? Like, so is this going to be an extra guy? Or like, can he do anything to get in your good graces? Or are you kind of because you've been kind of onto him for the whole year? He, but. He's on the ropes. YP is on the ropes. I, yeah, he's on the ropes, and I got to go through. I'm dead serious. I'm gonna go look because I know we can do a lot more with outdoors. It's a great category. Merch, by the way, should be fucking huge because there's all sorts of like hunting and whatever. So, and he's just doing the least amount possible. Oh, he goes films his shows. I don't care, YP. You can fucking scream till you're blue in the face. Like, two seasons of something takes you fucking a year, and he's said different things. Fine. That, if that's the case, and that's what you're going to stick with, you can't not have merch. Like, it's so easy to keep me off your back. So there's the Dave Portnoy show we all miss and would love to have back. Him and Eddie shooting the shit, Dave ripping employees. I mean, the fact that he just said fuck you to YP is is why we love Prez and his his reaction. And he he's right, he's a hundred percent right. And I think he there's some other names he dropped in there, large other people like that, and they've all he doesn't he he didn't say no especially this year, twenty twenty two, he did not call anybody out for not promoting. So I think this was one of those learning moments for Barstool where they realized, oh shit, Dave's serious about this, and now everybody kind of remembers that day. And then YP in what is probably the worst PR stunt in the entire world drops a selfie video in nighttime outdoors, ripping Dave, making up excuses about why he didn't do this or do that. And we have the we have the audio and the video of it here. And I'm gonna play. And actually, Dave and Eddie did an emergency Dave Portnoy show, episode 11 and a half, where Dave reacts to YP's video live. So I'm just gonna play that instead of playing YP's video and then cutting up Dave's reaction. We'll just get it all into one because I think it blends in well. So here's that Dave Portnoy show. Dave Portnoy show, episode 11 and a half. Dave's reaction to YP's call out of him. Here we go. Good evening, folks. Live from uh, the side of the road here in uh, Michigan with Steve Ranella of Meat Eater. The biggest collaboration Barcelona Outdoors has ever done. Finally getting into the biggest splash into hunting we could possibly get into. He was just on Rogan, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I get a text from someone. Hey, man, they're carpet bombing your soul on uh, Dave Portnoy's show. You should probably listen. Not totally unexpected after the past few months and um, Black Friday, everything, right? I didn't know I didn't know what day it came out. I'm like, I thought it was like Thursday, whatever. But I listened. What the fuck is that? I almost wrapped my car around a telephone pole. It was about as bad as you could possibly have. Wait, and Eddie, I'm just going to stop and go, but what does he mean to know what day Black Friday was? Is that what he just said? And I'm not trying to be open-minded here. So I'm not going to like, I've heard a lot of bad things. I'm going to try to be open-minded, but I think he's just said he didn't know what Dave Black Friday And I've known Dave, I've followed Dave Fortnite since like 2008, 2009. I've never known him to be a liar. I've never known him. He's always like a on-the-record receipts guy. So I don't think that these are lies. I think that um, some stuff that's said on there is completely untrue, right? And maybe I'm taking it, hey, I've been a fucking bad communicator or something because this is, whatever's happening is incorrect, right? So what I'm going to do, my little 12-step process here, the first step let me communicate better right now. The first thing I got to set straight. Dave saying, oh, you didn't build Barcelona Outdoors. YP didn't build out Barcelona Outdoors social. He didn't do anything 
we built that our team 1000% patently false. So every single post that's ever been posted on Barcelona Door's Instagram account has come from these hands, this brain, me. Not a single human on earth, Jupiter, anywhere has ever posted but me. Every video, picture, caption, story, even the unfunny captions, that was me, I'll admit it. Tough. Anyways, I'm proud of it because I started it before I even worked for Barstool back in my parents' basement in Missouri at 2.46 a.m., back when I brought the Wallaby into Barstool when Dave almost like was amused by me back then, a long fucking time ago. And I've been doing it every day ever since. Barcelona Outdoors TikTok zero to 709,000. I'm super fucking proud of that. That's these hands too, right? As far as I know, and, and so I talked to Gav, Gav, he, well, that's new. Did he start Barstool Outdoors before he was at Barstool? No, it was Barstool Outdoors is an account that we created when YP got here. So what's he mean he started it before he got here? I think Outdoors is something that he started to do before he got to Barstool. Okay, okay. The TikTok, and Gaz is good for the facts. He says TikTok. TikTok was started by Quigs, right? So we started the, the Barstool Outdoors account on TikTok. Quigs ran it for two weeks, and then YP took it over from there. This is October of last year. Okay. That's these hands too, right? So saying that I didn't build the social is completely false. Now, next thing, we talk about, oh, you don't do anything, all this stuff. And especially in regards to that type of stuff, every other franchise and brand at Barstool, right, consists of normally multiple, multiple people, like three, four, five, six, seven, who knows? And, and they're all successful. It's no shots at them. But when you're talking about people that don't do anything or whatever, let's not get it confused. Pick one of the other 99 franchises that has an intern, a producer, all this stuff. I'm not this one. I'm the only human on earth getting paid to work on Barcelona doors full time. That's it. Or any time. Like, I'm the only human. Very recently, I was told by, um, we're, we're going through all these calls, mediator deals, all these different things, right? And Erica's like, oh, we gotta, um, we gotta have a meeting on Monday. I'm like, fuck, what's going on? I don't know. She calls me. She's like, hey, YP, we want to give you a long-term contract. We want to, um, bet big on you, all these things. And I'm floored, right? I didn't know what was coming. I'm like, wow, that's fucking awesome. And she's like, I talked to Dave. He feels the same way, all this stuff. Wow, fucking awesome, right? I have bled for this car. I love it, dude. This is like, since I was a little kid, I used to be like reading Barcelona every day. Every single thing. I'm so grateful. I sat back and I got proof of all, all this. I literally sat back. I told Eric, I was like, E, there's nothing that could come through these ears. No audio file, no MP3, nothing that could make me as happy as what you just said. I'm flattered. I'm grateful. David and Erica in, in Barcelona have let me grow from like literally living in my parents' basement to like the job that I've always wanted in my entire life. It's fucking awesome. No one's more appreciative. So anyways, I said, E, send over the contract, whatever. She's like, we'll send over tomorrow, all this stuff. I get it. I'm reading. Everybody telling me, oh, you should negotiate. That's how, that's how these things work. You got to get a lawyer. You got to do this. I don't have an agent like all these other people at Barcelona and all these things are like, you know, I don't know legal jack shit, right? My legal plan of action always has been trust Dave Portnoy, trust Erica, and just keep keep it moving, right? So when this is going on, I'm like, you know what? I don't care about any of this stuff. If Barcelona Doors gets to be millions and millions big and we get on Netflix or Hulu or something, which I do believe I watch Mediator, Chasing Monsters, all those shows on Netflix, I think right now, I don't know, but in with time and like a goal, I think we can make that happen where Outdoors is an enormous brand. So I'm like, you know what, E, I called her back. I said, I don't give a shit about money. I don't give a shit about the language of the contract, all this other nonsense. I just want, like, infrastructure to build outdoor. I said, I'm obviously going to sign it. Uh, 
asked her, I literally said, I'm like, I'm obviously going to sign it. I just want infrastructure to help build outdoors, maybe an intern, a producer, all these things to try to grow it past just me. There's limitations with one person. Is it an excuse? No. And I've been grinding for all this time by myself and I'm, I'm fucking happy, but I'm just saying, I'm like, E, I want some sort of infrastructure to build this. I want to be able to ask Kelly Martin, Hey, I can't get this Deion Sanders, Randy Moss episode going. Can you help me? Like how you get these gigantic celebrities for the other podcast? All right, fine. She said, okay, YP, cool. We're all good. I'm, I'm like popping champagne, the place of my dreams. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, you know, all this more years I'm excited. Right. Then we go and do the biggest shoot ever for meat eater and like for Barcelona doors, a huge collaboration. Right. And come back black Friday or uh, Thanksgiving fly out of Bozeman 4am. I get back, have like a small family dinner, whatever, cause COVID all the shit. I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, fucking black Friday, all the stuff. I know it. This is my fourth time here, fourth go-round of Black Friday at Barstool. You think I'm going to go to sleep or some sort of shit? No chance. Duh. Like, whatever. I know how big it is. I got shot by a paintball gun the last year, whatever, all this stuff people talk about. So, I wait up. Dave sends his uh, email out. I see him tweeting all this stuff. Okay. I put up Barstool, AFCO, um, Reaper hoodie. I'm tweeting it at midnight. Go to sleep, wake up, in the, and I wish I had tweeted 50,000 more times, obviously, at night. And next year, I'm going to tweet 10 trillion times. But put it up, wake up, retweet again for the morning things. Go on Barcelona Door's uh, Twitter account, tweet it from there. The the great white hoodie, retweet it from my account. Go on. Just so we don't lose, sorry, that's a lie, right? All that stuff he just said. He did one tweet that night from his account at whatever, 12.36 a.m. and then went to bed. No, 12.37 p.m. Oh, 12.36 a.m. he does uh, on his personal Twitter. Correct. And then, yes, then nothing until 12.37 p.m. the next day. On his personal. So he hadn't used the million, right? So that, that's just, just lies about him. Like, all right. On Barstow Outdoors Instagram stories. Put him on there. All the hoodies, all the stuff. Do an Instagram post, whatever. So to, to try to say on his thing that, YP completely ignored Black Friday before he got yelled at. And obviously, after he yells at me, I'm going to fucking put up a thousand things because it's like, I don't know. Like, it, I know it's too late then, but it's like, what are you going to do? But to say I didn't do anything before is false. I don't know if Gaz had, like, black shoe polish in his eye or what, but, like, for a professional tweet counter, I feel like that's misrepresentative. If you said I didn't do enough, the last person I'm ever going to question on promotion or, like, um, social media strategies is Dave Portnoy. Fuck me. If I didn't do enough, I'm going to do 50,000 next year. But to say I didn't do anything and completely disrespected it and, like, you know, didn't do anything, that's false. That's just not what happened. And if, if you think I didn't do enough, fuck me. Also, saying that we didn't have enough merch or all this stuff, dude, I looked at Riggs and um, Foreplay and Chicklets merch at midnight. I'm like, fucking goddamn it. I let that slip as far as, like, with all these shoots and we filmed five episodes in the last month and all these things going back and forth, like, between all these places and editing them and all this shit. I'm like... There's not enough new merch in outdoors. That pisses me the fuck off. I'm with you. If you want to yell at me for that, I'm on your fucking side. But to then go and, and after that, I know once I'm in the um in the meat grinder, that's fine. I'm taking it. As soon as I see the uh, outdoors like wanted thing or like, oh, we're going to replace and Dave saying on the podcast, oh, we'll get someone, you know, whatever, all this stuff. Man, for a guy that's like Mr. Um, have my guys back, like loyalty, all this stuff. I don't know. Like, it seems like a weird, like kind of, like gutless business move to be like oh we're gonna sign you for four years and then like the next week be like fuck you like we're gonna replace you you're the worst person on earth which one is it i don't understand it's like i tweeted on black friday i did the stuff if it wasn't enough 
fine. That's not enough. But is that warranted to be like, you're the fucking laziest piece of shit. We'll get anyone in the world to like take over your baby. I don't know. To me, that seems fucked up. I'm, I'm sitting there. I got people texting me. I'm like, I don't know. I know as much as you. To try to say, oh, disrespectful, all these things, that feels extremely disrespectful for someone that I dropped my entire life, moved to New York to, to work for you because I wanted to. And it's like, I, I'm show me a time I've ever crossed Barstool or crossed Dave or crossed behind the scenes, uh, on camera, anything. Show me a time where I've ever fucking like double, double sided you or double switch. No one, I've bled for Barstool this past four years and worked every fucking day doing this shit, making outdoors the thing that we're like talking about and all these things. And to like, uh, at the expense of my own private life many times, like in bad ways. So to try to say like, oh, you know, disrespectful, we'll get anyone, man, to me that's fucking gutless. And it's like, I can't stop them, whatever it is. I, I'm communicating now, so hopefully it's a miscommunication, but fuck, that ripped my heart out of my chest, fine, whatever. I don't know, I, I, I don't know what to say. But like, it feels like there's a miscommunication. And, and when it comes to like, the stuff, it's like, oh, we want infrastructure, you want all these things. I think that would grow outdoors. That the thing, the table has been set. I've been working on it. Now it's like, give me a fucking one intern. Let's cook. I'm trying to make this the biggest thing. I, you don't think I wish I was doing Alex Cooper numbers? No fucking shit. Let's do it. Let's figure out that benefits both of us. So, I don't know, man. It felt very like uh, I, I don't understand that. Like, oh, you're on the ropes. All these things. It's like, wait, what? Like, I just went since you signed me to a thing, and like, oh, we want you for all these more years and a raise and all this shit. Is it just more of the same at this point? By the way, when Dave talks about honeymoon in the Himalayas, all this stuff, I went and paid for every single dollar, every penny of the trip to Montana, airfare, cars, hotels, everything, to go film this episode with Mediator with Sam Lundgren to get on their radar because I know I'm like looking at outdoors companies. I'm like, Mediator is the biggest thing going and hunting and all these things. I want to align with them for Barcelona Outdoors. I go up there, get on their radar, not four weeks late or not four days later, the Renella deal all comes together, right? So to me, and also I proposed to my fiance on a fucking Sunday. For Christ's sake. God forbid we have a, a life, a, a personal life, anything. I went and proposed. It was the best day of my life. Awesome. Then I went and worked and made this huge connection with an enormous outdoors company. To me, that seemed like a positive thing and paid for it all myself. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's a shtick, I don't know if it's content, I don't know what it is. But like what are we talking about with that? You know what I mean? And the whole, like, oh, YP's never in the office, all this stuff. To me, it would seem more valuable for your outdoors guy to be out filming outdoor stuff all the time than sitting in a desk and a laptop in a, in a lockdown New York City where COVID could be locked down and no travel at any time. I don't... I, the only thing I want is to have so much outdoor stuff coming out all the time that, Dave, you never have to yell at me ever again. Every time I get shitbagged and my nutsack dragged across the coals of the internet for three weeks at a time... It's fucking sucks, man. The toxic circus of everything. I hate it. I'm trying to finish this season. So we have an entire season coming out in January, February. Then we're going to have one coming out in May, June, July. Then one for the fall. So I never have to get yelled at again. That's why I'm not in the office. And if you want me to fly in for a few days or whatever and, and get in the mix and all things, fucking 100%. I'm with it. Had some weird shit going on with family health stuff recently that I don't really want to talk about. But it's like... Being close to family during these last couple months has been really, really valuable. I know that it's um, maybe been less in the mix of whatever. It's neither here nor there. If I need to come check in and all these things. But while this is all going on, we've never put out more outdoors content and the knife reviews and the 
like little educational videos that I'm sure like Dave hates or whatever. But like, let's just be real. There's never been more outdoor stuff coming on. We're going to have three seasons in 2021. To me, that seems like a gigantic success. So if, if all this thing I'm, I'm listening, if Dave, you hate the fuck out of me and, and think I'm a lazy piece of shit, then don't like, then why did you ask me for more or, or Barstool asked me for four more years, all these things. If you hate me, I don't know. I, I, that's first of all, I love this fucking company. It's my dream job. I've never been happier to be anywhere in my life. So it's like, that's really disappointing if that's the case. But by all means, I'm sorry. I thought like by that, I'm like, here, you hate me and want me to get the fuck out of here. I don't know, man. Like I'm trying as hard as I can. Not, I'm going to be way better at communicating, but it's like, fuck hearing all this shit and, oh, we'll get anyone to run it, all these things. Man, that seems gutless from someone that like supposedly values loyalty and all this shit. I'm sorry. I should have tweeted more and had more items. Fine. If something if you want me to come check in and maybe that will like temper down the like what are you doing shit, I don't know, fine. But fuck, man. If you don't know me as a human or like whatever, I don't know, dude. That's really disappointing. I hope that's not the case. But I just wanted to get these truths out there and kind of like um set the record straight on some of the stuff that was blatantly false. I'm sorry, go buy a Reaper AFCO hoodie if you feel bad for me or something. I don't know. Who knows what's gonna happen? We'll see you on the flip side. I'm gonna go hunt with Steve Renault. Let's go. Are we doing the second one too? Well, you can react to that first because so it wasn't as bad as I thought. I mean, he's full. He is. He's got. Uh, he's got some points that I feel like are okay. He also has a very used car salesman vibe, um, and, and he changes tune, I guess, in the second one because so season one. He did a lot of it himself. He's like, I want to do outdoors. And I think one of the good things about Barcelona is like, all right, you want to go fucking do it, do it. And, you know, season one was a success. And then season two, we put everything behind it. So that's why I like the producers. Like, you know, I, I, we get the stats just to fucking back it up. But Eric, like Erica sent me and we spent, I don't know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 on like sending people. He didn't edit any of it. Season two was not edited by him. It was like, Totally done by Logan. We had Logan, Tom Mullins, uh, a kid quit, an editor quit, I think, because he didn't give him any credit. So we had a whole fucking team of people supporting him, put it all behind him to support it. So, you know, that part one, he went and did it himself. From then, it's like, okay, with anything, it's like, if you can prove you have something, we'll support it. That, again, that's what I think makes Barstool Barstool. It's like he earned that right to put the support and we, anything he asked for, we gave him. So when he's like, give me an intern, I don't know what the fuck that means. Like, go get an intern. Tell us anybody who has people work like Riggs, Riggs fucking created a team around. We don't like, can do that. That's never for someone who claims, he knows Barstool. I don't know what he means. Like he needs permission. Like go get somebody. The major issue with YP, and he alluded to it. He knows there's been questions now because he hasn't been the, in the office in forever. So, and he hasn't put anything out in forever. Like he talked about a knife video, but he did season one and he did season two. How many episodes is that? Like 15, 16. And how long a time period are we talking? Uh, we were in the old office. So with 2018. So like a year, two years, that's all he's done. So no offense. I'm on 38 different shows. If I put out 16 episodes and I get that there's more editing, I put 16 episodes out a fucking week. So when you're not in the office, you're unheard from, 
You're not tweeting. You're not putting out content. And we let you do it. I've reached out to him a couple times saying, what are you fucking doing? Because we're not hearing from you. He sends these convoluted emails. What the fuck are you doing? And then Black Friday rolls around and you're nowhere to be found. And even before this happened, I reached out to our merch team because I saw the list. I may have said this. I saw the list of merchandise. Every brand, which he's talking about, have like 20 fucking things. YP had one new thing. One. He, he says he's been with the company four years. He had one fucking new thing. He also is like, I'm at home with my family and spending time. You had one new fucking thing, YP. And then as one tweet from his personal account, which is what, the smallest of anything he has? Barcelona Outdoors, which has almost a million followers, nothing. So when we get the report and he's got this logo, no new merch, it's like, what are you doing? So YP has taken what I would say is a, a path that a lot of people have and make me hate you where you come in like he did he's bringing in the koala he's doing i'll do anything i'll do anything he's on top of fucking stool scenes and whatever and then he has a taste of success which he had from that first fucking season and then the work ethic's gone now he's saying it's there and he's saying all this stuff about it but there's nothing to show for it there is just zero to show. Everything's been in the pipeline. And even if it's three seasons, it's taken three years. And again, after season one, and he proved himself, anything he asked for, we give him. So, you know, I don't always talk about gutless. Like, he makes it sound like his dream. Barcelona Outdoors is a great vertical. It's a great vertical. He didn't invent outdoors. He's the first one who I said to do it. Go look online. There's a million people who can replace YP and grow this faster be releasing material all the time whatever but we have stats here after he made it and it's like almost embarrassing and by the way the erica thing first of all who calls erica e that had to be addressed what a fucking douchebag thing to do the very obvious fact with yp and why that contract was offered the four years like hey how can you offer me a four-year fucking deal and then turn around and say you fucking hate me because YP was hitting me up about this meat eater thing. He's like, I need, can we do meat eater? It'll be huge for fucking uh, the outdoors, outdoors. I mean, also, I didn't even really know what meat eater is. I'm not an outdoor thing, but it's like, it's huge. It's the biggest thing. I'm going to be on their TV show or their pod or whatever. Meanwhile, the dude hasn't put anything out in fucking a year. Season two sucked. It was like 86% less views than season one. And he's like, I'm going to do this thing. And in my head, it's like, this guy's been on the road. I haven't seen him, and I don't even know when the last time I've seen him is. And now he's saying he's doing some collab with the biggest thing. And I'm like, Erica, is he under contract? And she's like, no. So it's like, well, we better fucking put him under contract because he's, he's claiming he's going to do this huge fucking thing. And then he can just turn around and be like, I want all this money when he's done nothing for us in a fucking year. So that's why that con- it was almost we didn't trust him. That's kind of where the contract came from. It's like we haven't seen this dude in forever, and now he's saying he's going to do a collab with some huge thing. What if he explodes when he's not on a contract? So we're sitting here with our dick in our hands where we haven't had an ounce of content from this guy in God knows how long, and now he's negotiating a, a big contract, and we didn't get the juice. So that's where the contract came from. For him to think me and Eric are on the same page, kind of nuts. That was my idea because it's like, again – I don't know when that next season's coming out. I don't know. I've asked, and for him not to sense that, 
And he said he sensed it. It's been brewing. It's like, we don't see you. We don't hear from you. And, and I don't know what he's talking about putting out content. There's on the Instagram page, and we have it. He's talking about all these things. So first of all, if you saw all of the producers went after him when he did this, and he retracted me. I know I got support. So he's not doing it alone. I don't know what the fuck that means. He said his girlfriend did it all. The producers are there. We're sending them. We're paying. We paid tons of money for it. And Gaz, first off, can you do, can you go through the social reports? Because I think we have a bunch of stat, data here and stuff. Yeah, dude, I got I – I never really get super pissed at, like, any of Barstool because I'm, like, the center of, like, causing a lot of controversy. But this wasn't, like, a controversy thing where I was trying to dig in on Black Friday. And then for him to take a shot and be like, you know, make the joke that he make and then be like, for your professional tweet counter, it's like, dude, like – my job is to make sure that we're doing stuff on social media. So I, everything is there for him to go look at. So he's like, oh, that just didn't happen. Gaz just can't count. Like anyone, I challenge anyone on the internet to go back and look at any fucking thing from Black Friday. It's all there. It doesn't, like, I didn't just make this up. Like, I was by the way, the first, account, the first time he, he put something on the main, uh, the main outdoors Instagram, which is the biggest thing we got, was after both me and Erica told him to. By the way, we have stats. I didn't want to do it, but after the Blues won the Stanley Cup, he just, it's almost like he got full of himself, and he stopped fucking doing shit. So, I mean, we got the stats. It's not really fair, but Barstool Outdoors, outside of KFC, the one-minute man, outside of that, which is posted every single day, and this thing is the number one most promoted brand by the by the barstool main accounts wow. so when you fucking say you did it yourself with any help that's what i mean anybody with the main engine pushing it because barstool fucking outdoors has like snakes eating people and fucking these super viral videos in the main hub is promoting it more than anything else yp himself is fucking posting 24th out of 34 brands 24th out of 34 this is after basically the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. November 19th, 2019 to February 12th, 2020, he didn't write one blog. Not fucking one. The thing that prompted it, a St. Louis, uh, Louis Blues guy had a heart attack on the fucking bench, and he didn't blog it. And I was like, I wish we had a fucking Blues guy. That was the first time he blogged it. So he just started doing less, and I get he's on the road and doing stuff, but he's been on the road forever. We've had two fucking seasons. Where is it? Like, what are you doing? And put that in with fucking not promoting Black Friday, which he just kind of poo poops. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been here for four years. I saw every other fucking brand. Riggs has 3,000 products. Chicklets, I didn't. Well, yeah, that's what fucking drives me nuts. So there it is. And then you talked about it before. that rant. I think he's a little used car salesman. I think he has some points, but I also think he's lying. Like, he's been gone for fucking ever. Ever. Well, I think that's the biggest thing, and you brought it up before, um, and we talked about the social media thing, but, you know, the people who worked on it, you tweeted, you're like, I didn't realize how many people disliked him. A lot of people who worked on it took a lot of offense to that. Big time. And he, he backtracked in the next being like, there's more people. But that's but that's part of the whole thing. It's like, we're supporting it. Don't act like we're not supporting it. I give him credit for being a go-getter and going film stuff. But, dude, how long do you want to live off that? Like, at some point, you do something. And if you're, and if you're not going to put out content, you keep saying it's coming down the road, it's coming down the road. Fucking, you better promote Black Friday. And if you're going to throw that tantrum, like, you don't own it, YP. 
Like, you're a fucking nobody if you're not here. Like, you don't deserve some cookie for, like, coming over and do it. We gave you the opportunity. That's We treat you the same as everybody. But you you can say you're doing all this shit, and behind the scenes, nobody fucking sees it. Like, nobody sees it. And he sends me emails, and I've asked Jen. I've asked Erica. I've, it's like, is YP doing anything? And everyone's kind of like, I don't know. That's kind of the answer. But then you get to this Black Friday, and it's so easy just to, to like, promote promote because we are spending money on you and we're spending producers on you and i've heard some don't like you because you just fucking act like it's nothing i just feel like there's a guy keeps mentioning more famous people i got this guy i got that guy he just strikes me as somebody who became very much like whatever is good for me and lost track that he works here so i'm gonna stop it right there i mean i this is my favorite version of dave he vengeance dave is Nothing beats him. But there are a couple things I want to note on that was brought up. First off, YP calling the CEO of Barstool Sports E. Dave said it best. is douchebag move. Unbelievable douchebag egotistical move. But Dave saying that he signed YP for four more years. Because he was he was worried that this content that YP was hyping up was going to be worth millions. Probably could offer him a two-year deal, right? Four is I think feel like I feel like four is a lot a lot of years at Barstool. I think you see the one, two, and three mostly unless you're I don't know Big Cat or one of the bigger guys. But that that that's just kind of where my head is at. And the other thing that YP did, which was insane, is to call Dave gutless, I think, six or seven times. That's just nuts. And I know Barstool's different where Dave can take it and stuff, but there's a lot of things that Dave probably is, but I don't think gutless is one of them. Let's fast forward a couple days to episode 12 of the Dave Portnoy show. This is so a couple days after... The YP emergency show. And Eddie asked Dave if YP has reached out. And this is what Dave has to say. He hasn't reached out. I think that bolds very well. I, I, you know, I don't, I know him as well as people know that I know him. Like I always got along with him, liked him. Um, he got called to the carpet. He handled it like an absolute baby. Uh, I think, did you see someone pulled, someone sent me? That when YP is like, where are the receipts? Dave Portnoy is a receipt guy. And like almost a year ago to the day, a big focus of what this dispute of like, don't complain about not enough help, get it. And it's like I had an issue with him in our review, being like he just stopped doing social. Uh, and, and I essentially was like, that's not an excuse. Well, we'll pay somebody, we'll do whatever, get it. I never accept that excuse. It was almost like direct opposition to what he's saying. I don't think it bodes well that I, that I don't think it bodes well that I haven't heard from him or he doesn't seem to care. That's the vibe I'm getting. So you're a little hotter on this than you were on Friday, maybe. I'm not hotter. I'm not like upset. I didn't get as upset maybe as people think I would have. I was so tired when this thing came out. But I I, I would say we're if we're doing the percentage game, and I'm not gonna like I don't think fire him undecided but I don't I am going to bring other people 
in to help r- maybe run Barstool outdoors. Like, I'm not just going to let him. He seemed to, when he, and I did say, I don't think he, and it may be semantics. I think he was saying the decision was gutless. I wasn't gutless. I don't know if that's a semantics thing. But, like, I wasn't, I'm, I'm not, like, personally, oh, I fucking hate him. He's gone. But, I like, he seems to think he owns Barcel Outdoors. Like, it's his thing. It's not. It's not at all. And I'm pretty confident there's a lot of very motivated people who could help take it to the next level. Maybe with him, maybe without him. I really don't know. I haven't talked to him. But... Not showing, and I don't know what he's doing, but you would have thought, like Jared Caravis is here today in the office. He's saying it's not because I ripped him for not being in the office at all, but it's because I ripped him for not being in the office. He's like, I better go show some face. Like people who generally care about their jobs at this point would reach out, show up. He's go- he hasn't done anything. So he thinks he was wronged. I don't think he was wronged. How, did you guys have a conversation, you and Jared? I just walked by. I'm like, oh, I just snickered. I'm like, showed up because he was scared. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, that's what Kirk says. Like, yeah, you did. So there was no like in the office. No, and that's the weird thing about YP. It's like he, I, whatever I originally said, and I was mad. I was very mad about the Black Friday stuff. It's not the first time I've gotten mad like that at somebody, and it, it generally comes and goes. Like if you keep your mouth shut, I generally forget about it, right? His reaction, like, made it a thousand percent worse, and then not. So he clearly thinks he's wronged, right? I mean, he has to. Yeah, I know. I saw a lot of people be like, "Oh, you think this is good content? Getting off podcast, just ripping an employee." It's like, well, he kind of, you know. I mean, of course, there was the Twitter stuff, but he put out the video. Like, you got to, you got to have your response, whether it be in video form or podcast form, right? right. Like, I was sort of over it. Like, you know, it, it was a big thing, but the, the on Black Friday, and I was mad, and he admitted, I think, that he kind of, like, didn't do the best job on that. It was almost weird timing when that came out, because it was days after the fact. And I don't know, you never know. One thing I do wonder, Eddie, like, how people truly feel about when uh, me and an employee or whatever is, like, going back and forth, and maybe they hide it. I felt like most people are on my side, but you never know because I am the boss. Uh, you know, I'd be curious on a lie detector test how people felt about in the office or the or the general office. Schooling. Like, what would your vibe be on that? So I don't listen. Me and YP have always gotten along. I don't. I'm not there, so I don't have a close relationship with him to really know. Like, hey, he did this like last year or last month. He's not doing it now. But you know, there was like probably 15, 20 people like, oh, how the fuck can you sit there and whatever? I'm like, I don't know what's like. Listen, here it's like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't, if I sit here and talk with Dave. Like, what are we going to do, lie and, and just, like, throw all these, like, straw man arguments and, like, defend them just, like, to waste people's time or just sit here and, like, hear what you got to say? So, it is what really, it is. So, so you just you just asked the questions because you just didn't say anything? What do you mean? Do you think I was justified? Do I think you were justified to do what you did? Do you, on every level, do you think I was justified to be mad at YP to question YP? Do you think he was justified to do his video? Like, what what was your take on that? If you were yes, like, I I said it on eleven point five. We cut it down, so I think it got eliminated. But I said I was like, it started with the blues blogs. That's when he first popped on your radar. 
That was like cut number one. Then it kept going. Then you you weren't happy with season two. He stopped coming to the office. So then he's it's a radar thing with you, and you get you get to like five blips, and then it just it boils over. And then the fifth blip was you weren't happy with this Black Friday promotion. You would have done that to anyone. You would have right. done that to me. You would have done that to if you if there was someone that had that many strikes in a row, they would have been in your fucking kitchen getting and, yelled at. And the thing is. As we've said a million times, like it's so hard to tell with him because he's never here. But what was very clear is I, w- I was like getting to the point of questioning what the hell was going on. So for him not to get that vibe and then act like this was out of left field, it's like it's been brewing, building, 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 and culminated with something Black Friday. And he just took it super personal, almost to the point I do things in logic like you know maybe you fucked up if you take it that personal. And then he, like he said, he loves the show. He loves being in the, you know, the meat grinder. So he's, he knows what happens here. If this was, you know, if he was on here, he'd be talking about the next guy, you know? Right, so exactly. That's just, that's just how it works. He made a video, you fired back and you weren't even fucking that mad. No, it could have been way worse. Yeah, for no, him. I didn't go nuts. Could have been way worse. And I think like, this is how it works here. Like you guys had it out. You didn't give a fuck. He called you gutless. So. I mean, if, if, uh, there's a way, there's a path here that you guys are okay and everything's fine. So next we're going to play the stool scenes after all of this. And you hear from some bloggers about what they think of YP's strategy of going after Dave is like, here's PFT. YP to be like, this is 100% me I've, i was doing this before barstool don't really need barstool his name's literally young page views um i think i think yp is a hard worker i think he hit the nail on the head in the intro he probably could have done a better job communicating uh, stuff with dave i don't know what dave's gonna do this is gonna be like a, a blood and gut situation or if it's gonna be like the new barstool softer cuddly. Now here's Big Ev and Marty Mush's thoughts. When I heard the word gutless this morning, you just keep in my room by myself, I audibly gasped. You at eight thirty in the morning in my room by myself, I I instantly went to check Twitter, thinking I was going to see a video with Dave, a selfie cam in his bed in Miami, saying, "Emergency press conference, YP's been fired." That's I swear to God, that's what I when I saw the when I heard the word gutless, that was the first. You can't call the guy who you said. No, not even like just you can't call Dave ever. Portnoy. No, but you say like he's your favorite. It's like. The reason why anyone has followers here is because of Dave. Like, Gutless is Dave Portnoy and Gutless are... Well, I can't the, imagine he's going to take that The main thing is just praying for... I don't know what I'm praying for. I just... I'm so that was Stool Scenes episode 287. We're going to fast forward now to episode 294 of Stool Scenes, where it's titled... YP finally returns to Barstool HQ. To set the scene a little bit, YP, I think, showed up early to the office because the video, there's nobody else around him in the video, but he's working at his desk. And here's what he has to say when the camera comes up to him. What's up, man? You have anything to say for yourself? Like, what's going on? It feels weird talking with this mask to the thing. I feel like he can't see me, but I want to be safe. Um, happy to be back, man. Look at this. Uh, it looks like a gigantic ancient mound of stuff. I feel like there could be the lost city of Atlantis under here. Somehow it grew while I was gone. 
but I guess I was long gone for a long time. So feels like nothing's changed though in general. It's extremely good to be back and I'm just happy to be here, man. Are you going to be here for a while or what? At least a week right now. So just trying to figure that all out. I got to talk to Dave and Erica and figure everything out. So, um, man, it's, um, this mask keeps slipping down. Kind of makes me look like an idiot when I'm talking with my nose out. But, um, man, it feels extremely, extremely relieving and good to be back here. And I'm just like grateful, very happy. I love seeing everyone except for Tommy. He's just so worried about winning this survivor thing i hope that he loses to be honest but um other than that it's great to see everyone it feels like life is normal again so i'm really grateful for it so that stool scenes took place on january 29th 2021 we're gonna fast forward to february 8th 2021 episode 20 of the dave portnoy show where dave reveals that yp has resigned from barstool sports Okay. All right. Uh, YP is no longer on the bloggers page. Yeah, he he resigned. He resigned. I never talked to him. So Erica told me he resigned. Uh, it, so so my guess on what was going through his head is as good as your guess because I never talked to him. Um, but my guess would be he came back to the office. He thought. It would be, oh, we make fun of YP and like, hey, YP, you idiot, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And I think he may have realized that all goodwill, as I had said, had been burned. He had an opportunity to remain employed, but he was starting at in, in the basement and maybe below the basement. He was going to be a garbage boy um, treated like somebody brand new with no less, worse, because no goodwill. Uh, and when he realized, and we were replacing outdoors with new people or trying to, and when he realized all that, he's like, okay, uh, this isn't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go back to the beginning. And he's like, I'm out of here. That's my guess. Man, I mean, coming from Black Friday, that's quite the turn of events. So what's that, two months? Yeah, December, I mean, even before January. Black Friday, I wasn't yeah. happy with him. Uh, it's more so the turnaround of him being such like a Team Portnoy guy, and you know, this is my dream to just fuck something up. And who knows? I've seen plenty of rumors like on, and I have no idea. He never said what was going on in his private life. Never. We heard like one thing from him in however long he was off the radar. Like I heard more from him in that video when he's like, you're a coward. And that actually didn't even, like that wasn't, so it was, I guess, like, me like I didn't care like when he did that, but when he never did anything after that and just went dark again, it's like, all right, this you know, I hope everything's all right. I have no ill will towards him. If he called me up and asked me to do a favor, I would not. But it's like he's I'm not rooting against him. I I don't hope he like fails in the rest of his life. But uh no matter, no, it doesn't matter what was going on with him on the side, which I have no idea what it is. You got to tell the company you work for what's going on and keep them abreast of the situation when she just didn't. He just went radio silent. So, isn't uh, nobody to blame but himself? I hope whatever is going on is 
taken care of and he gets back on his feet, but he will never work with us again. Man, yeah, Team Portnoy, that was... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um, so that's that. That's the end of the YP chapter at Barstool Sports. And it's, fun. it's interesting because I'm recording this right around the same time of the Rico Bosco stuff where Rico quit and came back and the whole scumbag thing. And Dave took him back for that, but you hear Dave say at this that why people never work for Barstool Sports again. And I weirdly believe him. And you, you've, met, you've heard the name Carabas pop up in here. If you don't know, he was a former Barstool employee, baseball Red Sox guy who left for a competitor. Uh, and he says he'll probably be back, and I think he will too. But I really, there's just something about the way Dave is in that video where he says, you know, he'll never work for Barstool Sports again, where you believe him. But that is the, I guess, rise and fall, the story, the chapter of YP at Barstool Sports. Recently, he posted a video of him coming out of the ground. He was literally buried coming out of the ground like a resurrection with a clip of some uh, some pretty cool, admittedly, shots of some outdoors. So it looks like he is finally coming back, and this is... November 2022 so a full year after all this saga happened um two years actually since the saga happened that he's finally releasing more stuff and I, I haven't really been paying attention I don't know who it's with it's not really my cup of tea but just kind of shows you that Dave's instincts were probably right to let him go as far as Barstool Outdoors now it is run by Sydney Wells uh, it's not something I personally consume. I, uh, but I believe her father is big in the hunting game, and the Wells name is big in the hunting. I do know she's been incorporating a lot of barstool personalities into the outdoors, bringing some of the bloggers like Nick and KB and White Sox Dave and Jordan Woodruff out there. Which actually, I I shall say I I have watched those, and they're actually pretty funny depending on who she brings but and she hasn't been as brought up as far as not doing anything or on the shit list for Dave and Erica that I've ever seen so they must be happy with what she's doing so that's awesome and I will say that she does put out a lot of merch I've noticed a lot of I would say I'm sure it's popular I mean hunting stuff I live in Maine hunting's crazy here so I'm sure and I see a lot of different brands that look a lot like what she has for merch on the website so i'm sure it does great just for the logo purposes and it is a cool logo the barcelona doors with the with the shark but that's going to do it for this episode thank you guys for checking it out and don't forget to follow me on twitter at shane underscore mudget and on tiktok at bss history lesson and if you haven't if this is your first episode Go check out the other ones as well. Leave a review, subscribe, rate. Let me know what you guys think. And let me know what my next topic should be. Talk to you guys soon. Viva.